everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hey, bro. Hey, Dragon. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. <laughs> Good movie I voice. Oh, I am trying to enunciate. Okay. Yes, because I am going to enunciate <laughs> every single word, right. every single uh -huh. syllable. Uh, why? I'm not. <laughs> because that way I can speak properly. No, I just came back from New Hampshire, so I my my little New Hampshire accent is uh is uh heavy. <laughs> this I get morning. very excited, and then you're like, "Yeah, this wicked, wicked no. high." <laughs> it's a wicked, wicked fight. I almost uh I almost said wicked bad in my um meeting today that I had at work. <laughs> <laughs> Caught myself. Hilarious. I was like, no, nah, I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's nothing but me mumbling now from now on. <laughs> Perfect. Um, anyway, how are you? How, how was your weekend? Um, I mean, it's fine. I didn't really do anything. There's nothing really special to talk about. Yeah, just Let the Let me think what I did. I stayed home. Mm -hmm. I watched TV, movies, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. Dragon, I, I got nothing. I mean, I live a sad, boring life. It's pretty, yeah. pretty pitiful. Well, it's very rote. You do a lot of the same things. I, I just it's depressing to be honest. Very depressing. <laughs> Are you depressed about it? No. Well, here's the thing. My chick, my ch here's the, here's the exciting thing that happened this weekend. Okay. My chick was like, "Hey, Berto, can you make a potato soup?" And I went, "Yes, I can." And then I made a potato soup. Oh, well, I'm proud of you. Very exciting. And That's I was like, fun. Oh. In fact, I looked up the recipe, and it was called Outback Imitation <laughs> Potato Soup, and that's the one I made. I don't think I've ever had potato soup. Um, the Outback one is delicious. Is it? I would suggest, highly suggest. I'm going to make gumbo tonight. Ew. Yeah. Um, well, that's exciting. I was a, I was in New Hampshire this weekend with my family New visiting. New Hampshire? Yeah, New we, Hampshire? Yeah, we had our Christmas redo because my parents both had COVID over Christmas. So, uh, you should have just gone and visit them. Just put a plastic bag over your head. That's what stops COVID. It's the plastic. I know N95 masks are good, but like if that if you don't have that, it's... just put a plastic bag over your head. <laughs> Preferably the one that says like uh, you know I love New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the good one. Of course. I, you know what? I, I'll be honest, Dragon. I I don't know mostly because I, I apparently I'm immune to COVID. Yeah, you have. I can't believe you still haven't gotten COVID. I mean, the amount of time. I have been around someone who's had COVID and like nothing, I feel, nothing, nothing. I feel nothing. like this is how we find out like you're actually typhoid Mary. Like you're the reason that we still have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you're just asymptomatic. It's like, wait a minute, bro. Didn't you go to Wuhan last year? Like what? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, it was fun. I, I stayed with my parents. So I got to hang out with them a lot. I saw my nephew. We had a sleepover. It was very fun. <laughs> it's very exciting. Dragon. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I guess that's about it. I don't know. I mean, there's there's only Is so it, much to say about a trip home to you your parents. Did you get anything? Did you get anything for cream for crema? No, we we didn't. We we already like did all that. What about stuff. for Three Kings Day? I don't know what that is. Which is what my people celebrate. Which day is no, that? No, there's, there's some countries that they, instead of giving you presents on Christmas, they give you presents on Three Kings Day, which is, I forget how many days after the birth or whatever. Oh, it's, it's after like Christmas? In, yeah, it's like a, some point in January. Oh, that's fun. Because the Three Kings came by with presents, so they give, oh. you, they give the children presents. Those well, days. that actually makes a lot of sense. You mean besides just dressing up a guy in a red suit and being like, Merry Christmas, <laughs> uh, Jesus' birthday. Yeah, I mean, look, that doesn't make sense either. Well, you know, it, it was really bad. I think it was a couple of years ago. I was like, wait, Christmas is when Jesus died? Or and then, <laughs> and somebody was like, what it's the Easter. fuck? What the fuck? Really? <laughs> I was like, oh, what's Oh, over Christmas, we did a, uh, uh, at, with Andrew's family, we did like a little trivia thing. And mm -hmm. one of the questions was, where was Jesus born? And 
I was oh like, my God, it literally, I'm going to, I'm about to kick you. My answer was in a manger. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah. Technically true. Technically true. But, but apparently it was Bethlehem? Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth. I thought he was born in Bethlehem. He was born in Beth- Bethlehem, but he's from Nazareth. Oh, but the question was where he was born. Anyway, oh, fine, point Bethlehem. being, I did not get it. I didn't what get other it. did you get? What other questions? I'm curious. If I, got, I'm, I'm I answered questions about movies. <laughs> it, was like, oh. it was like one of those. Anyway, uh, I did I not. Was, I was hoping it was all about Jesus. No, I did not get any Damn of the it. Jesus trivia. There wasn't that much, though. Oh, fine. I don't. Uh, like, the what only... did Jesus say about taxes? <laughs> like, oh, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Something about it being bad or good. I don't remember. No, he he literally said like, who's basically someone was like Jesus. What about all these terrible taxes that that Caesar is imposing on us or whatever? And he was like, Who, whose money is on the fucking coin? Whose face is on the coin? Yeah, whose face is on the right, coin? That's right. And it's like uh, Caesar. Then that's his fucking money. Give him his fucking taxes. <laughs> that's I, I'm pretty sure that's the quote. So that's just how they spoke back then. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't know. It's that's. that's yeah, direct translation direct translation yes you read the original aramaic I, I, I speak aramaic yes oh yes if, yes, you, don't, if you didn't know the dead language <laughs> yes i speak it um anyway uh that that's what i did so should we jump in berto uh i guess by the way um the just to remind you, the bible was written in latin which is perfect for me since i'm a latino i thought it was originally written in aramaic no it was written in latin i think the original i might be wrong on that you know what I don't. I don't know why I, just, I would even. Let's know. Just do I have this. no idea let's why I would know. Let's just accept that I am correct. I don't think on. that. I, I'm and gonna Google it. Someone later. is gonna. Someone is gonna email us and be like, "No, Berto, you fucking idiot." <laughs> and then I'll be like, "You know what? Block that person." Yeah. <laughs> How uh, dare you question me? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. About this easily look upable thing. <laughs> yes. All right, Dragon. Let's yeah. get started. Okay. All right, Dragon. Why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch? Dragon. Yes. What did you watch on the couch this week? Okay, because I was gone for the majority, I was gone for a long weekend, Thursday through Monday, um, I really didn't watch any movies. Um, So instead, I'm going to talk about a couple shows that uh, me and Andrew are on season five of for both of them. So the first one is Search Party. Have you have you seen any of this, Berto? HBO show. Yeah. So it's starring it's starring Maybe from uh, Arrested Development. (laughs) I I never remember her real name. Um, Aaliyah Aaliyah Shawcott. Yeah. Um, it is, so the, the first season is basically like, uh, there's this group of four like best friends, um, they're like best friends in college and one of their like old college classmates goes missing and it's like a kind of a search for her. Um, and, uh, that's the first season. And then each season after it has been like, we're on season five now, like it's a continuation of the story, but each season is kind of this like fun change from the last season like the mood will shift or the the story will take a turn that you don't expect or something like that um so i i really like it i think it's a great show highly highly recommend is it a comedy or uh i there are definitely comedic there it's definitely funny um i don't think it's considered a comedy i think it more be like a uh sort of drama it originally was on tbs which is interesting um anyway i don't i'm trying to look to see how it it's like categorized. That's, that's what, I just see it as mystery. Oh yeah, actually With that no makes no other description. Like it's kind of a mystery show. Like okay. there's something in each season that's sort of a mystery. Anyway, highly recommend. Really, really good. Really well acted. I I think there's a lot of like funny things in it, and it's it's just very fun. And we just started the new season, which came out a little bit ago. I I think it aired in like started airing in I don't know maybe like November or December, and we finally 
Oh no, just now, January seventh. Um, oh yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we finally are uh, are in it. We finally started it, and so far so good. I I love it so far. We're only a couple episodes in, but I'm very excited about it. Okay. Um, highly, highly recommend. Okay. So is is that it? Are you going to talk about more about it? Or? No, no, no. I think that's it. Um, okay. So that's search party, and the only other thing that I'm going to talk about is uh, Big Mouth. We just started. It's also in season five, and that did come out in November. And we finally went back and um, are watching the fifth season. And I love this show so much, so much. This is a comedy. It's animated. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's a cartoon. You're watching cartoons. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching cartoons, and it's starring you know like. Um, uh, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney and Jason Manzukis and like J- Jenny Slate and Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. It's Jordan Peele's in it. It's gr- it's the cast is great. The writing is amazing. It's hilarious. Um, basically, the premise is it's a bunch of like tweens, you know, like kids in like middle school, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's them like basically going through puberty and the ins and outs oh, of okay. that. Yeah, gotcha. there's like puberty so monsters and all kinds of things. It's so fucking good. Okay. That, yeah, I'm looking up the the uh, cast, and it's basically like a who's who of uh, comedic actors. Yeah, yeah, it's like Jenny hilarious. Slate, fucking Maya Rudolph is in it. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Jason Manzukis. Mm-hmm. John Mulaney. Yeah, John yeah. Mulaney. Wow, the, that's a lot. So that's a the, lot of big names. The one, the one sentence like spiel for it is: Big Mouth explores puberty while embracing a frankness about the human body and sex, which is exactly what it is. It's so good. I cannot recommend this enough. Every episode, there's something where I laugh so hard at, I'm like not breathing. Basically. Okay. Uh, love it. Love so it's, it. You're saying it's a uh, it's a cartoon. It's a it's a cartoon, but it's it's it adult. It's it's meant for adults. Yeah, I, I would say it's meant for adults. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So it's basically just like a playground that's fucking meant for adults. All right, I guess I see what you're trying to trick me into doing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall for it. You're such a baby. Watch. I'm gonna start fucking. Watch. If I watch the show, next thing I know, I'm gonna just start crying like it's in Kanto all over again. <laughs> I I can't wait. It's great. I it's really again. Not. Highly highly recommend. Okay, I stay. I keep myself for sophisticated humor, like F is for Family, which I watched. I don't know what that is. It's like this. Uh, it's basically just this kid. These kids, and it's a family growing up in. Uh, what do you call it? It's a family growing up in like the seventies. Mm-hmm. So like, it's pretty funny how overtly racist a lot of things are, <laughs> and just how like the parent, like one of the opening things was the parents just like kicking the kids out of the house and be like, "Bye, kids, go play in the woods. Don't come back. Da- don't come back until sundown." Yep. To be fair, when like, I was a kid, that's uh, exactly what I did. Yeah, like t- the times were simpler back then. Yeah. Or or um, what's it called? The 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 main characters. The the main it's about the family, but like the main character, it's a uh, written and made by uh, Bill Burr. Oh, okay. So, the comedian. So one yeah. of the main characters was his, his daughter was saying how when she grows up she wants to be an astronaut. And he's like, oh, sweetie, that's silly. Don't 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 believe things you can't do. <laughs> and then the wife is like, hey, and he's like, come on, come on, come on, girls can't do that. Oh my god. So it's it's stuff like that. That yeah, re- yeah. it's really really funny and like kind of in your face. But yeah, so, I'm sorry to digress. You were talking about your own cartoon. Um, yeah, well, that sounds funny. I would probably like that as well. But anyway, that's all I'm going to talk about about Big Mouth. I also highly recommend. Bruno, you might like it. Um, okay. The stuff about puberty it is just like, it kills me, you know? <laughs> just like, especially the girls, like all the stuff they're talking about with the girls is just great. And I like how they um, kind of visualize, like the, they have like a hormone monster and that's like, you know, basically the like little, the guy on their shoulder being like, yeah, you know, you want to touch yourself right now in the middle of class or like oh sorry <laughs> okay there's your boner <laughs> like that kind of stuff okay i get you yeah all right i'll probably watch it at some point yeah but not yet 
Okay, that's fine. Um, anyway, uh, if you, especially if you want like a good comedy. And I feel like if you know anything that Nick Kroll has done and you like it, you'll like Big Mouth. Uh, and that's, I think that's it. I think that's all I'm going to talk about. Didn't really watch much. So next week, maybe I'll probably have more. Okay. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Oh yeah, Bruno. Can you, can you tell us, uh, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, can you tell us what you watched with a little something we had to call Alberto on the bed? <laughs> okay. So, uh, I'll just start with, um, so we had, last week for the movie, for the podcast, we saw a little movie called El Desperato starring your boy, Antonio Banderas. Yep. I went ahead and watched the third part of the trilogy, which was Once Upon a Time in Mexico, because it was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's more of the same. If anything, it's more silly. It's a little bigger, so it has more money behind it. Johnny Depp is in it. He's <laughs> one of the main characters. Uh, Eva Mendez is in it. She's playing Mexican. My favorite part was that William Dafoe is playing a Mexican drug lord. I <laughs> fucking loved it <laughs> so, so much. Willem Dafoe was playing a Mexican drug lord, and he had, like, a tanned face, and I was like, oh, I, no. am, I am all Wait, in. I'm Robert in. Rodriguez yes. cast Willem Dafoe to yes. play a Mexican man? Yes. And I I all fucking right. loved it so much. I was clapping when I saw that. It's great. It's fucking great, because I love it. I love that, that shit. That has to be, like, oh, like... Nobody better fucking cancel him for that. I swear to God, I love Willem Dafoe. No, it's too late to cancel him for that. That was like 20, 20 years ago. So. It doesn't, it's 2003. It doesn't matter. You can still get canceled for this shit. But yeah, I true. really hope that nobody does that because it's fucking... First off, he's amazing. Okay? <laughs> I do love Willem Dafoe. He's pretty yeah. great. Yeah, he was great in this. So watching him play the character, I was like, this is fucking great. I don't give a shit if he's white. I don't give a shit if he's playing brown face. You better... Like, fucking Antonio Banderas is playing Dan brown face. <laughs> yeah, who so, cares? Yeah, but right? Antonio Banderas at least speaks Spanish. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's the... Uh, you speak Spanish too, Dragon. So no, why I don't. You, you should have played Salma Hayek's fucking role. How's that sound? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Eva Mendez is fucking... I think she's like half Cuban. And she's playing a Mexican a Mexican uh, in this. So Whatever. You know, like, exactly. No one gives a shit. Who, yeah, gives, who cares? Yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I forgot that Danny Trejo comes back in the movie, too. Of course he does. Danny Trejo is in all of Robert Rodriguez's like he's, he's movies. He's playing a different character, but still, like... <laughs> it's, well, because he died in the first one. Yeah. Right. It's, 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 it's just... It's a B-movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just ridiculous. It's over the top. There's just a shootout in a fucking... You know, in a church for no reason. Yeah. It is it is what it is. So, if you're a fan of his movies, then this is just another one on the mantle to watch. I'm not going to say it's any better. No. Uh, it's not. It's definitely not better than Desperado. It's. Um, I would say it's worse than it, but it's not bad. It's not terrible. We are like, oh no, you should watch it. It's like, yeah, yeah. just watch it. Who, gives, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Just watch it for Willem Dafoe. It's great. <laughs> Fair enough. Watch anything for Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So that that concludes our. Uh, what did we say last time? On, oh. on, on oh. Don, January. No. Janderis? Antonio Janderis? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> what a bad bit. <laughs> Excuse me? What, what's I next? thought we were continuing. <laughs> okay, so next, I watched a little movie called... Uh, no, let me actually talk about something that you told me to watch. Okay. And being a good friend, being what some people would say, the best thing that you could do for a friend is when they suggest you to watch something, you watch it. Uh-huh. So I watched uh, a show called Wellington Paranormal. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. Okay, Bruno, how much did you love it on a scale of 1 to 10? I fucking love this so It's much. so good, isn't it's it? It's so good. It was so, so good. And it's so funny how, <laughs> like, how basically paranormal shit is happening around them. And there, no one is, it's never like, 
it's never so evil that you're like, oh my god, I really hope they stop them. No, no. It's always just like, well, we got a, uh, we have a, it seems like we have a, a vortex here. <laughs> and it's going into a black nothingness, um, and the the reason why there's a the reason why it was called in is because they just stole the meat. Someone stole the meat for a barbecue, and then that and later on they're like, oh, and the the, the woman, this woman's missing. It's like, oh yeah, she's missing too. <laughs> that episode is so good. I remember that episode. It's so fucking good and funny, but um, I love this so much. I love how there's no there's no uh, there's no straight man in it at all. So it's it's just this paranormal shit happening, and then both the characters are kind of stupid—not yeah. stupid, but they're like it's almost simple-minded. Yeah, yeah. And it's it was just really it was really good. It was such a good like it was such a good show. Yeah. It was just sweet and funny and that, good, and like nothing has such a big scale that you're like, oh no, something bad is happening. Yes, that is exactly correct. It is just a sweet, fun show. Yeah, it, it's sweet. It's fun. I fucking loved it so much. It's yeah. great. Are you gonna do? Um, are you gonna do? Uh, what we do in the shadows? Yeah, it's just um, whoever's uh, Hulu account. We, oh, me and my right, chick right, hat, right, right. They yeah. they uh, didn't renew it, so I'm just <laughs> looking for someone to uh, basically Sponsor? donate. Yeah, they're gonna donate their Hulu account to me. <laughs> okay. So if you're listening to this and you have an extra Hulu account, you know, extra slide login into my yeah, DMs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, so once I get those, then I'll because I convinced my chick to watch this, and I was like, you know, we should watch this, and she's like, did that bitch mate tell you to watch it? And I was like, what? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> uh, well, I thought I thought Caroline would like it too. Yeah, she loved it. Yeah. We, we loved it. We watched it together, so it was great. Yeah, it's a it's um, a very good show to watch with your like significant other. Yes, because it's so nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a great show to watch with the entire family. I think like there's yeah, nothing for real. There's no like there's no cursing. Like there's no nudity. It's, it's just, just like, so sweet. <laughs> it's just sweet, and it's hard. It's like sweet comedy. Yeah. But then it's like surrounded by horror. By horror. This. What is it up with those fucking New Zealanders? Right. That they just make these comedies. There's that are a like, certain type of humor, and you're just like, man, that's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. They have this like quirky humor that like the entire family can enjoy. But yet it doesn't feel like you're talking down to anyone. Yeah, it's not a kid's show, but it's okay for kids, I would yeah, say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, you know, and you look at like the like U.S. comedies, like Big Mouth, right? Big Mouth is hilarious, but like it's not for children, children. Like mm-hmm. I, think it, yeah. I think Big Mouth is great for like teens and up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, um, I'm so glad you watched it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so definitely good. worth it. Yeah. And All it's right, on HBO, so right? It's on, yeah, it's on yeah. HBO. Um, okay, so next I'm going to talk about a little, another, another uh, I guess you could call it another TV show. Mm-hmm. Although this one's classified as a documentary. It's on the Netflix machine. Okay. And it's the second season of Cheer. <gasps> oh, yeah. Is about, yeah, it's about the, the, cheer, the cheerleaders in fucking Texas. <gasps> yeah, which that- apparently is like the, 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 the number one cheerleading spot in the country yeah. if you're in a college. It, and it's a community college too, which is very, very interesting. It's a two-year college, and but some of them stay there for three years. Yeah, and means? it's like it's a fucking junior college. Yeah. And then it, they're the number one. Apparently, they're the number one cheering program in the world. Wild. And, well, in the U.S. Yeah. And then the number two is like, uh, is in it's near the same town. It's like a, a maybe a hundred miles away. Yeah. And and it's like right next door. And there, that's the number two one. Is it like people graduate from the community college and then go to like the the regular college and then that's, yeah. they yeah and then they just transfer their cheerleading skills yeah pretty much yeah. but that like apparently sense. this one's like recognized as the best one in the fucking country I watched but, um, the, I watched the first season and it's it was so fucking great not only it's is it great. amazing but it also is one of those things where you're like man these kids 
should not be doing this sport. <laughs> like it's so and and but that's the thing is like how many people did they highlight and show like how like where would these people be without this sport? For oh, sure, they would be fucked up. They would be like on the streets. They would be doing fucked up shit. Yeah, I get it. And I mean, like, it, it it gives it gives a very serious amount of structure to everybody's lives in a way that if you like. If you are, like, somebody who wants to, like, do heroin, for example, you literally can't and do this work because it's just, well, like... But that's the thing. Like, in order to be the best cheerleader in the country, or the, in order to be accepted into the best cheer program in the, in the country, mm-hmm. you have to have the, the intensity that it would take to have a serious heroin problem. <laughs> but instead of doing heroin, you're just doing cheerleading. Yeah. But it's that same, like, that same desire, that same yearn is that same level of, uh, what do you call it, of, of, um, of fucking, like, uh, shit, my brain just went I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what word you're looking for, either. <sighs> Somebody listening right now you, knows it. <laughs> my, my, I, I, I'm going to say it later, and I'm going to kick myself for yeah. it. But anyway, you have to have that same, that same ability to be like, I need to do this. It's not, it's not a choice. Like, these right. people are not choosing to do cheerleading. It's, right. it's, it's it's a fucking it's just it's in their body they have to do it and it's funny because when i when i'm watching it too i'm like like i you you know you think jujitsu is like a tough sport right like people get hurt people train through injuries and nah it's not a tough sport cheerleading is tough no compared to these people what we do is nothing it's fucking nothing compared to what these people do fighting mma is nothing yeah okay it's literally nothing these are people who are basically doing like more intense training than navy seals (laughs) yep and oh. then the, the chance of death is probably around the same thing because <laughs> the amount of times they almost fall on their faces. The amount of times they do fall on their heads. Yeah, the and amount of concussions like, that you're happen. You're just like, man, that's like your third concussion, dude. Like, your, your brain is never going to recover. Yeah, and then, and then on top of that, they're also in college, so they have to do fucking, like, studying. Although the homework that they showed them doing was, like, remedial. It was not. It was not. Still, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. It was if a- I had to, I would do like if the, if I ever was in this, I would probably do the warm ups, and then I'd be like, I am done for the day. <laughs> oh God, their wa- their warm ups would kill me. Are you kidding? And the second they were like, Hey, we're gonna throw you up in the air and catch you, I'd be like, The fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the second season starts. Yeah. Oh yes. Now let me just say this: If you did not know, one of the major people you remember, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, sweet Jerry, that everybody sweet, loved. Oh boy! Oh Jesus Christ! You didn't hear what happened to him. Oh no! Uh, let's just say the F- he was arrested and the <gasps> FBI uh, had to take his computers. Oh no, Jerry! <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was. Um, they they took they they talked about it straight on. They dedicated an entire episode to. What Is it like the Jerry. first episode? No, it was like the the. Well, they talked about it in the first one, and okay. then they went back to it. Because it's a chronological on. thing. Yeah. So they went back to it when it happened. And basically, like, yeah, he was uh, arrested for uh, rape. And um, what? he raped, uh, like, children. <gasps> Jerry, and, no. Yeah. And um, what kept soliciting, like, pictures from them and videos. And then oh, was arrested no. for child pornography. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it oh, was that's bad. bad. It was really bad. That's really, really bad. Um, Everybody loved him, too, after the first season. That's the thing. I was telling my chick. He was had, such a sweet guy. That's... It shows you It shows you just how much of, like, how horrible this must have been for him because he knows it's bad, yeah. and he couldn't control himself. He needed to do that. Oh. It, the obsession to get that was so great that he just needed it, oh. and it ruined... Like, I was telling my chick, like, if, if this had not happened to him... He would have been on the like whatever a good Good Morning New York or one of those shows and like constantly interviewing celebrities. For like, sure, fucking, he would have a career for thirty years in TV. 
he was he is, so charismatic. He has that personality. Oh no! And everyone, because it's like immediately, and everyone loves him. And then just imagine, also like. He he was also like like he he gave back to his community too. He was doing programs for like little kids to learn well, cheerleading. This is also well, why he was out. doing it. But just imagine, but just imagine being G- like giving back to your community is a little tainted when you're actually molesting all those kids you're giving back to. Yeah, but but think of it this way: like he 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 he's helped thousands of kids. I don't think he I don't think he fucking raped all of them. <laughs> But also, just think of how how fucked up it is for a kid who who was in his program, who uh, loved him, who who was helped by him, and being like, "Oh my God, he's such a great person." And then you find out, "Oh, he's a piece of shit," yeah. but he wasn't to me. Yeah. Like, how how do you like just imagine that? That's hard. I mean, that people people live in that all the time, though. Like, there are plenty yeah. of people because people who molest children, right? Like, one of the things that makes them so successful is that's how they are. They're like outgoing. They're personable. They're easy to trust. Like, that's. That's how you become a successful like pedophile. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just crazy. But anyway, yeah. So he uh, it was bad. They did they dedicated an entire episode, which I liked, rather yeah. than just like editing Gloss him out over of it, it. Yeah, and just pretending like that, didn't, or just being like, we're not gonna we're gonna issue it. They went straight into like, nope, this happened, and we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna and we're gonna have an interview from the kids who uh, the first kids who came out against oh, it. No. And basically talking about it and everything. It was it was rough to hear. Wow. Oof, I, it was rough. So I already wanted to watch this and I definitely want to watch it now. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. Uh, also, the, so the second season focuses more on the, I mean, they do focus on the on the people, mm-hmm. on the, on the whatever, the Navarro cheerleading team. Yep. But then they also focused on Trinity, which was the second, the, the number two school. Oh, nice. So okay. they were focusing on both of them, which I really liked. And then they were all getting ready for fucking uh, Daytona, mm-hmm. for the championship in Daytona. God, I forgot all about all of this. This is so exciting. Dragon. About a week before before fucking Daytona hits, <gasps> COVID? COVID happened. Oh, my God. And they shut everything down. Oh, my and God. And then it was like having to restart and then b- them being like, we haven't been, like nothing, like nothing happened. And in the meantime, like they all became fucking stars. Yeah. So they're showing like the the Navarro team like trying to do practice, but then being like, well, fucking Gabby has like a bunch of interviews. Uh, Ladarius has a shit ton of interviews. They have to do TV spots. Fucking Monica, who runs the program, she went on Dancing with the Stars. No shit. And people were fucking pissed. Like the the kids were pissed because they're like, I, we came here for her. Yeah. And she does. And she's she, not here the first couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. I would be pissed too. Yeah. But it was it was fucking great. I really loved it. And then they so, so they went into the season that you know didn't end with the championship. And then they went into the next season, which is where uh, uh, the championship that happened in twenty twenty one. Okay. And so there, there is a, an ending with a championship. It's okay, fucking. Good. It was great. I really loved it. I love this. I love the show, it, and I really hope it does. It show they just going. does it show just as much um, cheerleading as it did before? Yes. Okay. I mean, a cheerleading. They show the practice, which is just like well, I, I, look. Look, I, I, I can't even comprehend. Look, as a person who constantly trips and falls, <laughs> I can't comprehend the tumbling that these people do. Yeah, I can't And either. then the fact that they just like throw someone up in the air and catch them and then balance them. And then the person falls back down. And the amount of trust. I, look, I, I would not be able to be a cheerleader just because I'm like, I, I, I can't. I can't. My, I, my brain is going to drop someone and it's over. Well, one of the one of the things too that was crazy to me while I was watching it is I was like, the people who are dropping people for the first season should be in way more trouble than they're in. Like it should be like a capital offense to fucking drop somebody. <laughs> like you're literally I mean, guaranteeing, guaranteeing that that person gets seriously injured when you look, drop they, them. They they make them do punch up push ups. What else do you want? <laughs> That's that is that punishment does not fit the crime. <laughs> Honestly. 
<laughs> like, I know accidents happen, and I know you have to expect that accidents happen. And when you're doing this, like, insane shit, of course, of course, of course, like, at some point, if you do it over and over again, like, somebody's going to get dropped. But it should just not, it, like, push-ups are not enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's simply not enough. Well, some of them have to do is sit up, so. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Is that the, enough? I feel like the dudes that were catching these women, too, are just like, whatever. Like, not they don't even have two fucks. I mean, also, they are falling on fucking one-inch rollout mats. Dragon, we, at the gym, we have an inch uh, and we have an inch and a half. Yeah. So, and and they're, it's basically a basketball floor, and then or they roll out the mats and then tape it. That's what they do. Yeah. And, and that's th- what these people are fucking practicing on. And look, I understand why they're on such thin mats, because, like, you you can't be, like, sinking into them and stuff. Like, I get it. Like, they, no, they you can't spring off they of can't it. Be, exactly. They can't be crash pads, you know? <laughs> I understand. But woof. No, thank you. Anyway, yeah. I'm really excited to watch, to watch this season well, now. this is also us who, like... You know, we we just can't comprehend this stuff. And then there's people who fucking love this shit more yeah. than anything else. So I know, and I get and it. And for them, they're like, no, I understand. I could be killed doing this. I'm still gonna fucking do it. Yeah, and not so. not just be killed, but I understand the CTE I'm gonna get later is gonna yeah. like really impact me and my family. But that's but I'm fine. still gonna do it because I love it so much. Yeah. And guess what? I'm get doing this. There's no pay, and there is no like after college. There's nothing after this. No. That's it. There's, you're done. That's it. You're done. And then it's like the best you can do is go teach at a, a one of these gyms. Yeah. That that helps the kids. Yeah. But that's about it. No, there's nothing else after this. Yeah. I mean, it, and even if you be like, and it's funny too because like the cheerleading you do as like a like professional cheerleader is not this. It's not the sport cheerleading. No. No. It's like it's the original reason. Yeah. It's like the original cheerleading where you're just like, you know, shaking your pom poms. You dances. jump in the air. Every yeah. now and then someone will like pick you up on their hands and then that's about it. That's mm-hmm. the most you'll get. You're not going to be forming these fucking complex pyramids and doing all these tumbles on those sidelines of a fucking, yeah. uh, you know, college football team. I just can't, like, these women will like do a back handspring and just jump up onto a dude's hands and just mm-hmm. balance there. Yeah. In fucking sane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, anyway, make sense we we can stop talking about you. It's fucking amazing. Everyone should watch it. I love that show. It is so good. Okay. All right. Next. Next. So, um, uh, okay. So next, uh, I on HBO, I found that I found this, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't watched South Park in forever, <laughs> and they had a pandemic special on HBO. And, on HBO, it's on HBO right now. Is South um, Park the show on HBO? Yes, the entire uh, the first twenty four seasons, I think, oh are on god. HBO. Yeah. And the rest the, is what? Because it's still a Comedy Central show, isn't it? Uh, they come out on Comedy Central, which means it's on uh, Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. But uh, the entire back catalog is on HBO. Oh, interesting. So you okay. can watch at all these South Parks from, okay. from fucking the beginning if you want. But okay. anyway, I watched the Pandemic Special, which came out. Um, it came out. When was it? It was like in September. September of 2020. Oh, September of 2020. Okay. Yeah. And what? It, and oh, my God. Dragon. I, I like I've. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, like, the, the police were fired, so they, and then the teachers were also fired. So, like, <laughs> it, it, then what happened was, like, the, the police came to school at, to be the teachers, and they just kept shooting, shooting people. Look, like, let me just say this. I can imagine. I can't, I can I can't, imagine. I can't admit to loving this show because I immediately be canceled. Yeah. Which is insane to me that the, the the uh the people who grew up watching south park are now the people who are like we need to cancel everything <laughs> and it's like wow how did the people who grew up with south park be the same people who are, who are doing this 
Uh, it is interesting, isn't it? it I can also, I can also like basically th- like the show writes itself in terms oh of like God. the pandemic it's, stuff. Look, it was fucking great. It's like 50, 50 minutes, and it was on on uh, it's on HBO. And then guess what? When you finish the pandemic special, you can go to South Park. That's with a Q at the end. Vaccination special. Oh God. <laughs> Which is also fucking great. Wait, how oh many jokes? God. How many jokes do they have about like number of boosters? Uh, none. Oh, because okay. this was when the well, it was when the vaccinations first came out. So the the big joke was that um, like Walgreens was like a club, the, the <laughs> hottest club, and like everyone was trying to get in, but only the old people could get in. So you'd have these like seventy year old women being like walking in and then just giving everyone the middle finger. <laughs> And then they were able to, like, run around without masks and, like, fucking doing... Like, they, they were acting like teenagers. It was hilarious. Uh, very exciting. Uh, I probably but, honestly won't watch it, but... Uh, the, the funniest thing was something I had not realized was that... Uh, you remember Mr. Garrison, the, the teacher? Yep. Yeah. He apparently... Had, so, he remember he was gay. Mm-hmm. And then he came out as trans. And then, apparently, in one of the episodes, he identified as the president. So, he... Be- <laughs> He became the Trump character oh, on the okay, show. Okay. And now in the vaccination special, he comes back to South Park because he no longer identifies as the president. <laughs> and again, I'm not going to admit to laughing to this because I would immediately be canceled. Yeah, inappropriate, so, inappropriate, but also... Inappropriate. No, 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 definitely. You wouldn't laugh at it, right? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no, laugh at no, that. No, 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 never, 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 never. <laughs> it's terrible. The horrible jokes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. And get this, there's two more movies. Post-vaccination. <laughs> there's post, not post-vaccination, it's post-COVID. Two, yeah. episodes, two more movies. They're, they're, when I say movies, they're like an hour long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're on Paramount+. Plus. I will watch these, and I will fucking laugh hysterically, and then I will say to myself, why the fuck did I ever stop watching South Park? So, and then at some point, I'm just going to go back and watch all the episodes from when I stopped watching it. And I feel like you're going to, I feel like if you do that, you're going to be like, that's why I stopped watching South Park. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to be, no, it's always what happens because I watch it and then I'm like, holy fuck, this is funny, but it's probably would be funny because they basically have jokes of the week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Well, because they write the episodes like the week that they air. Like, yeah, they're not, it's insane. So they're, it's insane. They're incredibly it's- timely, which also means they don't hold up super well. No, no, no. Basically, I'd have to remember back to what the big issue in the country was. Yeah, at that exactly. Point. I mean, all that being said, I, I haven't watched an episode of South Park in probably like at least ten years. Yeah, same thing. So I'm like, I'm really curious as to what like what I missed the last ten years. Yeah. Um, okay. The, okay, I'll just run through a couple just to uh, just to get them over with because okay. I, you know I've had a lot. Yeah, uh, I watched the latest para- Paranormal Activity, which is called Next of Kin. Okay, it, it was on um, it was on Paramount. My chick wanted to watch it. It was okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was. It is what it is. Yep. It was more of a just a found footage horror movie. It wasn't like a paranormal activity the way we would think of it. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. And I'll do one more, and then the rest I'll leave for next week, which okay. is uh, I watched a 2011 movie, Dra- uh, Dragon, called Drive Angry. Now, yes. I don't know if you know this actor, but it was starring a Nicholas Kaje. <laughs> Kaje, yep, yep. Ka- Nic- Nicholas Kaje. You know, it's funny. I feel like uh, I feel like I I recognize that name, and I can't quite really figure out why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, it was on Tubi. Yep. And I watched it. Number one, the movie's made for like 3D because it's very obvious when things are flying in your face, and I'm just yeah. like, okay, this is. I guess that was the 3D part. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I can't. I'm gonna look up stills and see if yeah. I recognize. The it. effects were really bad. Yeah. But the movie is 
it's it's laughably like it's laughable it's a laughable movie and in terms of the violence and just the pointless nudity there's a scene where nicholas nicholas kaje is fucking <laughs> having a gunfight while having sex with a woman oh my god uh, yeah that sounds and vaguely familiar someone electrify like hits him with a cattle prod so he's being electrocuted as he and which then makes her be electrocuted <laughs> <laughs> it was i was laughing hysterically at the scene yeah it was fucking hilarious absolutely ridiculous i mean the poster for drive angry literally says drive angry shot in 3d <laughs> oh yeah well perfect uh, but yeah it was great it's it's a it's a great nicholas kaje you know movie yeah so highly recommend if you're into nicholas kaje's uh <laughs> his entire catalog as some would say oh amber heard is the girl in it okay yes. all right yep I've, I've definitely seen this i must have i must have I'm pro- i bet you yeah yeah but yeah loved it anyway Okay. All right. All right. Let's, you know, I, I still have a lot to talk about, but you know what? We'll, we'll get to it another day. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Right, Dragon. We yep. are go- We now have to make it to uh, the final segment. All right. Okay. A little segment we like to call Dragona in the movies. <laughs> Great. Sounds Dragon. Good. Yes. What did we watch? At the, what did we watch this week? Okay. So this week was my pick and we watched 1991's Silence of the Lambs. Uh, this is currently streaming on Prime. Uh, it is an hour and 58 minutes directed by Jonathan Demme it's starring Jodie Foster, Anthony Hopkins, Ted Levine, Scott Glenn, and Anthony Heald, um, among others. So it, uh, you want to, you want a breakdown of what the plot I is? would love nothing more <laughs> than one of your world famous <laughs> dragon at the movies. Okay. So Silence of the Lambs is basically about a, uh, serial killer is, is kidnapping and mutilating women and so they go to uh, a genius serial killer that's currently locked up in an insane asylum and they try and get him to help them uh, crack the case and by trying to get him to help him crack the case I mean they send in a, a fucking FBI cadet <laughs> to talk to him <laughs> to try and get the case cracked for some reason uh, but that's basically that's technically the plot of Silence of the Lambs I, I mean yeah no it's not technically the plot that is the plot when you say it out loud it sounds dumb it does sound dumb <laughs> did you know it was based on a true story uh it's based on a book no it's ba- it, the book is uh, the book the is concept, a boat's book no the concept is based on a real thing oh yeah and yes. that was when um they were trying to find the green river killer mm-hmm. and then they were like oh let's ask uh ted bundy if he if he can help us and he kind of did the blood for blood for time the oh, I think yeah. it was blood for time or bones for time thing which yeah. is just a bunch of horse shit he just was like uh maybe you should do this maybe you should do that and do this and then yeah. he was just buying time I mean, Ted Bundy was just doing anything to just avoid getting on the fucking electric chair. Yeah. Well, and so. it, you know what? Didn't work. Nope. None, none of it worked. <laughs> Turned out that the, the most hated serial killer in America, you know, <laughs> couldn't get his way out of it. Wild. Um, uh, anyway, great. The, the plot, again, it sounds dumb when you say it out loud, but it is, I, I mean, the movie, I know we've already talked about it a million times, is amazing. It mm-hmm. is so fucking good. Um can yeah. I say this though? Go. The first like thirty to forty minutes, I was like, and by the way, I've seen this movie a million times. Same. But I'm rewatching it right now. I was like, it doesn't feel like a great film. It just feels like an okay film right now. And then the, it definitely hits this point where suddenly it's like, oh, it's and then it was like amazing scene after amazing yeah. scene after amazing scene after amazing scene. So it, there was definitely a point like, and I think it was like forty five minutes or an hour in where suddenly the movie just like kicks into high gear and now you can't take your fucking eyes away from it. I I mean, I disagree. I think it's amazing from 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 the jump. Mm-hmm. Um 
do you think that you think that because like the beginning of the movie is like completely sets up how like diminutive uh clarice is like how small she is how like mildly out of place she is in her you know as a cadet in the in quantico uh, like at the fbi training center and like do you think you just didn't relate to her because you don't care about women Berto? um i definitely don't care about women no i think it was <laughs> I, I don't know what it was maybe it's the setup wasn't as interesting mm. and i definitely saw the flaws in terms of the directing where i'm like man this is like it's a little slow paced like i don't know like I, especially the only scenes that i felt like in the, I'm talking about the first half of the movie right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. The the only before it kicks in, which is the 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 I I was definitely like noticing like why the fuck are there so many close-ups? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. The directing choices are a little weird, except when you get to Anthony Hopkins, where suddenly you you're like so transfixed on him yeah. that you're like, no, I need more. I want more close-ups with him. That's funny. I didn't notice. I didn't notice any issues with directing. I actually like a couple of the things that I really liked were, were part of the directing or cinematography or whatever. Um, like the um, the scene where Clarice gets into an elevator in the beginning and she's like a full foot shorter than every man in there and just like looks incredibly out of place. Like a, no, there, 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 like there's there's certain parts of it that I that I thought was really good in terms of doing that. Like yes, yeah. that that scene where she walks into the elevator. The amount of time she's jogging or doing something and she's by herself. Yeah. And then you just see like all. It's very obvious that they're like oh she is definitely not she is uh what's it called she is definitely not um in a comfortable place yeah no. and she kind of has to just walk through it like she just kind of has to put her head down and walk through it even though it's obvious yeah because she's like no i'm, I'm going to because uh, she cares so much about becoming a, a fbi agent yeah and she's like, just like this, this is the shit i have to put up with yeah well Which it's like is, all women in law enforcement before like now even now probably i assume it's it's pretty shitty yeah i don't know how much it's changed but yeah the first women that became police officers must have been it must have been awful yeah it must have been the same thing as this where they're just not being let into the into the club and you're definitely being like like treated as another right not taken seriously i mean she has that issue too like when they go to um where was it alabama or something like that where one of the bodies was found and they go to like the the funeral home where the body's being kept and she fucking has a fucking daydream. But no, uh, no, yeah. she has a memory, a flashback. Yeah. And um, basically, like, the, the head FBI guy, like, uses her as a way to just get everyone out of the room. Yeah, by being like, and well, the little lady's here, so you guys better go. I, I really like that they, that they called it out later. That he yeah. was like, that he was like, oh, I saw that that really bothered you. Let me explain why I did it. And she was like, no, 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 you don't realize that, like, e- even though you were using that as a way to get everyone out, yeah. it still fucks me over. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay, you're right. And then he just, like, I really like that he just went noted and then just put his head back down to be like, oh, you're right. I shouldn't do that. And then, like, it went on with it. It, It's almost like not making a big deal of it made it a bigger deal. Right. A surprisingly, like, feminist movie, right? Like, a a, a movie about, like, a, you know, a a serial killer killing women is, like, one of the more, like, ahead of its time sort of uh, feminist takes on on being a woman in in a workplace like this, like a male-dominated workplace. Yeah, for real. I, like, I really appreciate it. And I, I like it's 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 like what I say, like a lot of times the subtlety of, of things mm-hmm. make it more impactful. Yeah. Like um, when I watched fucking uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, King King uh, King Charles mm-hmm. about uh, the Serena's the, the Venus yep. and Serena's parent, uh, father. The William sisters. Yeah. The yeah. fact that it wasn't addressed that much. And mm-hmm. then when it was addressed, it was big. Yeah. That made it like more impactful than if the entire movie was just like, 
oh, and then they were this because they were black, and then this and then yeah. that because they're black. And be- the fact that like they 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 hinted at it, and then would hint at it every now and then, that made it bigger. That well, made it more impactful for me. I also yeah yeah I think I think that's exactly right, and I also think they they do a good job in this movie of being like of showing you the like like they don't have to call it out right like Doctor Chilton is a fucking creep to her like he's hitting yes. on her immediately and and it's not like she doesn't like get mad at him and yell at him like she doesn't she just like does the thing that you have to do when somebody puts you in a comfortable position like that but you need something from them like for your job Mm -hmm. is you have to just kind of like grin and be like "Uh uh-huh mm-hmm okay like that kind of thing can i just say i really like that scene because um when when the doctor dr chitlin was basically he he kind of he asked her out yeah and she was like no i'm sorry i'm just here for i'm just here to interview and then go in basically being like no thank you yeah and then he immediately just jumps to okay, well, I'm gonna like I'm gonna treat you not nicely, yeah, but not so meanly that I'm a bad guy, yeah. And you get to you get this feeling of who he is, which is he thinks he's bigger than who he than who he is, yeah. Where he's like, what's worse than me being mean to you is me being uh, normal to you, yeah. <laughs> me treating you like you're just another person, and it yeah. was like, oh my god, this is even worse. <laughs> like I almost would rather he just be like, just because you're a woman who can't appreciate my penis, <laughs> how dare you? Like I would like that is less menacing than what he turned into. <laughs> Where he went straight to facts, doesn't mince words, and then just was like, hey, guess what? And then then on top of that, my favorite thing was that he was like, oh, uh, I'm his nemesis. (laughs) You're his nemesis? Uh, yeah. He doesn't. He barely thinks about you, honey. Like Chilton, come on. He he's a really interesting character. I think like so in in Hannibal, the show that I'm obsessed with, that I love yes. so much, and I've watched twice, and I watch a third time. I'll probably go back to it pretty soon. <laughs> I know I've been saying that for a year, but I will. Um, he, I they have Doctor Chilton as well, and he is. I I like how they play him, but I think this Doctor Chilton is a lot. Like they get a lot across with not a lot of scenes, right? Like you get exactly the kind of person that he is. without without him having to even speak that much or like him he's only in the movie for like maybe five minutes you know and you just like know his character so well um i I think this he's a very very good dr chilton okay yeah no i agree you definitely get across a lot of personality without um without a lot of time yeah because they they didn't have they they have like two maybe three scenes and yet you get exactly who he is yeah i um right after that is the uh (laughs) is where Migs <laughs> uh, oh boy so th- this is when I chuckled a couple times in this movie <laughs> mm-hmm. and this is one of them Migs when she's walking by Migs the first time to get to um Hannibal's cell he yes. he yells at her uh I can smell your cunt and yes. <laughs> when she gets to Hannibal Hannibal said Hannibal like makes her tell him what she said what Migs said to her and uh, he goes I myself cannot yes <laughs> <laughs> And then, but yet he can smell her fucking perfume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you saw like the, one thing I really liked was Hannibal. The reason why Hannibal liked her, mm-hmm. Hannibal immediately because no, he's like he said. Normally he sends people to Hannibal and he just like locks up and doesn't talk. Yeah. But he likes her because she's willing to say something that's embarrassing, but just be like, he said this. Yeah. And you can tell immediately he's like, oh, this is a person who's been through shit. Yeah. So uh, someone saying I can smell your cunt is not going to phase her. Right. And and, and he, somebody somebody who's like willing to share secrets. Like that would be yeah. a thing that would might necessarily like you might not share with anybody. Generally. Yeah. Because she, she would be too embarrassed. But exactly. he's just like, oh, she this doesn't embarrass her. 
So, and that's kind of like why you can see like he kind of likes her. Yeah. And I think at the or, end of that scene. he respects scene, her more. Yes, yes. And I think at the end of that scene too, when Migs uh, comes in his hand and throws in her fucking eye. Oh, uh, the, uh, the Perea? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Uh, but that, I was like, oh my God, she's going to get chlamydia in her eye. <laughs> <laughs> It hit her directly in the eye. But that's yeah. like, and that's also like, after you find out that Migs dies, um, you kind of know that like Han- Hannibal he well, was like, he how dare so you much. fuck with my friend? Yeah. Well, he said so much. They said yeah. that Hannibal, Hannibal talked to him and then fucking made him kill himself. Yeah. And it's like, wow, he's fucking, how good he is that, and, I mean, you saw it immediately. He was trying to rile her up. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. To be like, how can I make you uncomfortable? Because I think he's he's that he's that mentality of like, uh, if I can make you uncomfortable, I can see who you really are. Yeah. And the fact that she was just able to take it and just roll with it, he immediately was like, oh, nice. Yeah. Because he was ba- he was basically showing her what her force fear is, which is what he pointed out, which is like, oh, you're you're fucking trash. You're white trash. Yeah. You're pretending to be better than what you think you are, but you are not. I can see right through it. Yeah. I can see the cheap piece of shit that you are, which is why she goes outside and the very first thing she does, she looks at her cheap piece of shit car and immediately starts crying like, <laughs> holy fuck, he he nailed me perfectly. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Also, I was like personally attacked by that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I just like that, like, uh, that idea that you can like suss out somebody immediately and be like, okay, I see what that what, what you're trying to do and I see how you're failing to do it. Yeah. And having somebody point that out to you when you're like trying desperately to like fit in somewhere is just gut wrenching. Yeah, and, and like just think about it. She she has worked her way up to the point where she's gotten into the FBI and she's like, hey, I am fucking doing it. And then to have someone just slap you in the face and be like, I can see your your shittiness. I can yeah. see the trash that you are. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, oh my god. Like, immediately, like, smacks all that confidence out of her. Mm-hmm. But she does not phase by it. But he still gives... And she give, goes it, going. It, yeah, she keeps going. And he still gives her information, right? Like, that's when she yes. gives her information and, about the uh, storage unit. And the reason is... Be, well, he tells her because, you know, the fucking Migs does a birdo on her. On him. <laughs> but, um... But also, it's because he sees her and is like, oh, you're you're definitely... You're, uh... He wants to see her again, I think. So he knows you're, he needs to give her ambitious. something. Yeah. Yeah, but he also knows like if I can give you a piece of something, you're gonna come back. Yeah. And that's what he wants. So and that's pretty much what he what he does. He gives her uh he gives her a little a little uh a little like clue mm-hmm. that she then has to figure out what it means. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, then goes and figure out what it means and goes to that fucking uh what's what's that place called? Storage um, facility. It's like a yeah. it's like a, yeah. Um now I have a question before we move on. Yes. Would you say that Clarice was helped in her career by getting jacked on? <laughs> I would say technically, maybe. So what you're saying is you agree with that Harvey, Harvey Weinstein yeah. was not a Stop it. Okay, now let's move on. <laughs> Before you have to answer that question. You're going to get us canceled for sure. <laughs> It's just a matter of time at this point. I like the, I like the storage facility uh, scene. Like the... Oh, the guy, like, oh, the the other guy, he doesn't want want to do physical labor, so he she de- has to fucking do his it herself. Exa- his exact words are, I would ask my driver to help, but he detests physical labor. Yeah, but it, it also, it's just a scene to establish that, like, she is number one resourceful. Yeah. And number two, smart. Yeah. Because number one, she found the fucking place and then was resourceful enough to be like, well, the door's not opening. I'm not going to wait for the morning. I'm just going to go and like, oh, I got, I have an idea. Let me see if this works. And it yeah. kind of works. Yeah. 
and then you get to find that fun head. Yeah. Which yeah. is also, I imagine that every storage facility, like this is what each storage unit is filled with. It's oh, like, I'm sure. If you, if you watch enough episodes of Storage Wars, you know that they've had to uh, do some serious editing around uh, some some facilities. I'm sure they have. Well, I imagine that. Uh, I imagine that every time they find body parts, they have to be like, "Okay, cut that, cut that episode, cut that out." <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> guys! We found another leg. <laughs> oh, a whole skeleton this time. Okay. <laughs> it's also interesting that Lecter apparently knows from the beginning who Buffalo Bill is. Of course he does. He has. He a hundred percent knows exactly who it is. It's like yeah. uh, it, uh, it's somebody he's met before, <laughs> and then he, and he's it's someone who he's met before and been like, oh yeah, that guy's gonna turn into a serial killer, mm-hmm. and then it turns out like, oh yep, yep, guess it was right. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me guess, it's someone who's carving people's skin. Oh, I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> it's like yeah, I met, he, I met that dude once, <laughs> and he he reads the report and immediately knows like, hey, it's right there. Yeah, it's it's in the fucking it's in the notes. If you were smart enough, you'd figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Too bad you're stupid. Yeah, which like it was it was kind of funny because at a certain point, like toward later on in the movie, uh, Clarice is talking to her friend at the the only other woman in the FBI uh, school or whatever academy, mm-hmm. uh, seemingly. And like I feel like that woman is the one that like really helps her figure it out. Like she's yeah, the one that like puts everything together. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I digress. I digress. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It takes two two people, and then Clarice is the one who gets all the fucking the, the accolades for it. Yep all the credits she gets like some kind of award or something yeah and uh no but then you, that's when you find out like Lecter knows exactly who buffalo bomb is, buffalo bill is mm-hmm. he's this he's only in a few scenes by the way yeah i Lecter. know he's and not, every single scene again every single scene is just like hey let's have, let's just do zoom ins onto your face yep. which is fucking great well he's so good at that kind of like wide-eyed crazy well, he, he said he purposely uh didn't blink in any scene yeah because he said that he once knew a guy who never blinked and it creeped him the fuck out. Yeah, it is creepy. You're supposed to blink. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking creepy as hell. As hell. Mm. But, um, I mean, Jesus Christ, Anthony Hopkins won the Oscar for this. It's so, it, it's so deserved. Well deserved. Yeah, a well deserved Oscar. So fucking good. I can't imagine your boy, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, is better than this. Dude, Mads is, he's a definitely, he's definitely a different lector. Which is which is what you have to do. You can't you can't yeah. mimic. No 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 no. This. It's you have to make it your own. Well, he's also like, you know, foreign. Like Mads Mikkelsen, like doesn't hide his accent. He's not doing an American accent. Well, neither is Anthony. Well, I don't know what what accent Anthony Hopkins was going for, but he's also. Oh, I thought he was. British. I thought he was going for upper middle, uh, like upper class American, like old old money American. Is what I thought he was going like, for. But yes, is it just although, supposed to be his British accent? Is that his British accent? I, I don't know. I think I think what they said was that he was in France for a bit, and he was like from Poland or Ukraine, and then like went to France for a bit, and then made his way to fucking the U.S. That's why his accent is like all over. Huh. I, I'm not exactly. I don't know the exact lore. Yeah. Um, but I think it's something like that, and also I think they changed it. Like, since the character became... Since the movie, because the character became so big. Right, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, anyway. Uh, I, 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 Mads is such a good Hannibal, though. In a, in a different way, but he's really, really very good as Hannibal. Yeah. I love Mads okay. Mickelson. Well, okay. I will find out once I get that Hulu account with that. When someone donates their Hulu account to me. Is that what know. it's on? It's on Hulu? Yeah. I think it is. Highly I, recommend. I, I looked at it. I, I'll have to look again. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah. And I wish... You know, I wish I had a... Hulu account that someone. I'm gonna check and see if we have any extra logins. Oh yeah. my god! Please, please. 
I'll ask Andrew. No, because then I'll actually watch it. I, for real, we'll watch it because this made me really love, like, want to watch it. I think your chick would love Hannibal as well, the movie, the yeah, show. Probably. Um, I'm sure she would. Okay, we digress. Um, yeah, yeah, we got to go back to the movie. <laughs> I'll talk about Mads Mikkelsen all day, but we can, we can go back and talk about this. Um, I like that, that like, the, the, we get the scene of um, Buffalo Bill uh, abducting a, a woman, pulling the, oh, the, the old uh, Ted Bundy. <laughs> the old, I even wrote that in my notes, the old Ted Bundy. <laughs> and I, I, the thing I wrote in my notes is, like, this is why you don't help anyone. This is can just I straight just up. Say, you just can't help anyone. Sorry. Like, <laughs> can I just say? Go. I love Ted Levine. <laughs> Every time he comes up in a movie or in a TV show, it's fucking great because all I picture is him being like, war. Like that, that weird accent he has. Yeah, the voice he has is so interesting. But that's his voice. And then, like, I don't know if you ever watched it. That Probably what he's most famous for is he played the the police captain in Monk. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew's I Andrew's fucking, mom loves Monk. Obsessed. I love that show. Yeah. Love, love, loved it so, so much. And I would watch it all the time. And then, and like most of the time, you don't think about it. But then every now and then, he's just like, "What?" Or he does something, and you're just like, "Oh my god, Buffalo Bill!" <laughs> it's just, it's something that like it, it was, it would never came up. But then every now and then, a hint of it would drop in, and yeah. you'd just be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, do it again!" I feel like he didn't get. I feel like he didn't have the acting career you would think he would after being in a movie that that's this that, that's this that big. And I wonder if that's partly because he's so creepy as Buffalo Bill that it's hard um, to it's hard to cast him in other things because he is great yeah, in Monk. Maybe I don't know. He's I love him in Monk. He's great. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah. Um. God, Buffalo Bill is such a good, and he's also barely in this movie. Yeah. Same thing. He's barely in the movie. I mean, the movie is like ninety nine percent Clarice. Just Clarice running around doing random shit. Yeah. Yeah. You really get to know her <laughs> in, yeah. like, in like a big way. But um, I think this is when I was when I was saying like this is the scene when the basically once American Girl hits the <gasps> song. Oh, God, it's so good. The moment that 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 song hits the movie like goes from like, oh, OK, this is a decent movie to holy fuck. This is amazing. Yeah. There's something about that scene that suddenly kicks and takes everything into high gear. And suddenly, like, it, we start, like, we just start going. And well, it's like, oh, my God. Did, like, that, that, that fucking American girl scene where he, she gets abducted, yeah. it's so fucking good. I wrote, I wrote down that she's me. That's me singing in there. <laughs> but, like, it, when I'm driving a car in New Hampshire, just like, that, singing, song, that singing, song is on the radio 99% of the time I on mean, some station. Fucking, you're just singing aloud to Tom Petty in Heartbreakers yeah. 24-7. It is the most American white girl thing that you could possibly do is sing along to Tom Petty while you're driving home. I, like, <laughs> truly. I think, I think one of the reasons that scene... Is like kind of pivotal for you probably but I, now that I think about it like for the movie is like that is where it turns into a sort of um like a horror movie because before that it's not horror I, I think I think it's not that I think it's because um this is when you suddenly have a ticking clock oh yeah that's true because too. up until that point they're just looking for a they're looking for a killer they may be looking for a killer not really talking about it right they but then have- this is yeah this is when suddenly it's like not only oh Here's the killer, and guess what else? Uh, he has a girl, and we have three days to, yeah. to till she's dead. Yeah. And I think that's what hypes it. That's what gets everything going. Yeah. And that's what makes it start like going fast. Also, I just think like the scenes after this start to like pick up, and the the pace starts to go really fast, and you kind of feel like everyone is uh, on the edge of like we have to get something done. We have to get something done. We have to go. We have to go. We have to go. Yeah. Maybe. So um, 
Like that's that's the scene where they find where they 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 bring out the body and the Clarice finds the fucking bug inside the mm-hmm. the, the neck and you get that obvious that that great scene where she's like surrounded by the cops. Yep. Uh, and then, um, my actually one thing I really liked about this was she goes to the bug doctors. Yeah. And to get it checked out, the creepy bug guys like who I loved. <laughs> one, yeah, and one of the bug guys like asks her out, and like this is the one time where I'm like she's not cold Mm-mm. she's not this cold person who's like no i don't want to date it she she starts flirting back with him a little bit yeah she's like i i and feel it, like i feel like she feels more comfortable with them as people right like it's also yeah like like i feel like like if if we conclude if the movie like went on another week or so they might have gone out on a date well they're also more equals so like the, like dr chilton holds something over her right like he can yes. pull access to lector lector i mean is lector like you can't you, they are not equals <laughs> you know in any way. yeah yeah well Everybody, he's not also not trying to crush that puss no, no at least no. not in this movie no but it, it's still like there's a power dynamic there where she's on the the losing end with her mm-hmm. with the head of the academy fbi guy she's on the you know losing end of that power dynamic like this is one of this is one of the only times that you see her and she has power Yes. Well, like, or, or is on equal footing with the people that she's interacting with. I yeah. Would say. Like she, she genuinely feels like, oh, this guy actually likes me. Yeah. And is not just trying to use me. Yeah. And like what I like about it, what, the reason why I like that she's flirting back is it kind of shows that like she's not this sexless being that doesn't is myopic and like I'm only care about the crime. Right. Like she's actually would I feel like she would actually go on a date with this guy because she's like, oh, I'm a I'm a human being. It's just yeah. these other people are fucking assholes around me. Well, he's at that party at he's, the end. Like the yeah. Very end. So yeah. like in my mind, I'm like, oh, they probably went on a date. You crushed that. Yes. <laughs> And then she was like, "Bro, you all you do is talk, talk about, about bugs." bugs. Yeah. <laughs> and then as you were as you were crushing my push, you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna give you this caterpillar girl." Oh God, stop and it! And it's like, yeah, like, dude, I can't. Like, you're you're really you're really fucking with the vibe here. Yeah. One of the things. Okay, so I I like the bug guys a lot. I think they're very fun. But before that, one of the things that I was like, as I was watching, it, I was like, "Wait a minute, do the FBI agents go to see the body?" Like, do they go to, like, the coroner's office to look at the body? And are they the ones that are, like, being like, I noticed this on the body? Like, I feel like that's a coroner that does I that. I would agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, why, I don't know why. I don't know why I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm like, wouldn't that be the police that does the autopsy? And then and then the but they would hand the, it off to the feds? Not the police. But, no, it would be, like, the like the regular-ass FBI agent is not the one that's that's looking at the body for evidence. It's the CSI person. Not the like yeah, beat person. Point. Anyway, but that she was, she <laughs> also seemed like she knew how to do an autopsy. She did kind of right. Very um, very uh, what's the what's the show from the nineties with the the CSI? Nope, the guy in the the male and the female. Oh, um, uh, CSI. No, the male and the oh. female FBI agents that look at UFOs and stuff. Oh, CSI. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh my god. Yeah, CSI. <laughs> what the fuck? What is the name of it? I fucking told you it's CSI. Oh, God damn it. This is so bad. Long running show. Oh, my God. The, wait, the, the, uh, the lady FBI agent is in the show, Hannibal. I love this. I love this. I love this so oh, much. My brain. I know it, too. I know you do, and I know you're being a jerk. Oh, it's God CSI. damn it. You, wait, you, okay, but anyway. Okay, I'll give them? you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Okay? I'm yeah. going to give you a hint, okay? Go ahead. It starts with an X. X files. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> that took so long. Anyway, in the X-Files, <laughs> in the X-Files, the lady does the autopsies. So maybe, yeah, maybe some FBI agents do autopsies I'm too. I'm just going to assume, I'm just going to assume in the 90s, CSI, uh, FBI agents did autopsies. They, they could and just then, cut up whoever they wanted. <laughs> yeah, they, they would just go to a town and be like, I need to do this autopsy. <laughs> Looks like a heart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, I, that, that was the, this was the first time that I've been like, wait a minute. <laughs> Although they did talk about them like sending it to the the corner and for the feds or whatever. But anyway, that also begs the question of why you had to fly there to look at the body in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> and also take pictures for some reason. I don't well, know. Well, for the evidence, or for like just in case they miss stuff or something. I don't know. But no, I it, get it. Anyway. But like, it, okay, yep. They're the people doing the autopsy. I liked. And I liked in that in that space that the funeral home guy um, that was standing over the body was like the creepiest human being in the world. Because <laughs> they always are. <laughs> like exactly what you would, like. He had just like weirdly whispered the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone else put the the thing underneath their nose so it wouldn't smell horrible. Except yeah. for him, who's like, I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, I you. I'm sure you get used to it very quickly. Uh, yeah, and then after this, by the way, the next scene with Clar- Clarice and Hannibal, mm-hmm. oh my god, it was fucking amazing. It's basically when they're just looking at each other from the panels, from from the, they're looking at each other, and every time they, they you can kind of see each other's reflection Yeah. on each scene. And this is the part where he's like, oh, you know, quid pro quo or whatever. Yes. I thought that was great. I noticed that too, and I, I was like, man, this is such, such good directing to have, like, be able to do this, like, weird close-up, but still have the other person in the scene. Yeah, it was so fucking good. Again, he, this this guy was just obsessed with these fucking close-ups. Yeah, Jonathan Demme, look. Which is funny because, like, none of his other movies are like that. <laughs> I, I, like I said, this, I think he just, he just struggled. He, you know what, some, some people... Twice, some though, people, he struggled with this, and then he yeah. struck second place with Philadelphia, and then, like, <laughs> nothing but dirt from there on out. <laughs> <laughs> he somehow got two, he got, the, this movie won the top five Oscars in the, at, at the Oscars, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of only three movies that's ever done that. Yeah. Okay? And then the next movie he does, he's like, I give Tom Hanks, a comedian an Oscar and then turn him into a fucking he's no longer a comedian he is now a fucking uh, uh, the, like one of the most celebrated actors we have yeah and then after that he's like I got nothing else I, I can't I just can't find it again <laughs> like, I mean it how is, how it, it is what it is I guess I don't know I, I don't know no idea I also I thought I thought this movie was um, like I know it got a lot of shit for being anti-trans at the time but I, I kind of disagree not, it's not it, it's not they, it's uh, not anti-trans. Anthony Hopkins like, says it. Says it. They extremely specifically line. say it. He says he's not. He thinks he's trans, but he's not. He's looking. He's trying to figure out what he is, and that's what it. And that's what it was. And it, yeah. like most people who know, like serial killers, is more yeah. or less always the same thing, which is like they're always looking to be someone. By the way, uh, both these serial killers are terrible examples of actual serial killers. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. But you know. Uh, whatever. They're more entertaining on TV. They're more know. entertaining. I don't know. Is Buffalo Bill really that bad of an example? Um, I know Anthony Hopkins is. Oh, uh, yeah. I no, that's... Assume... Anthony Hopkins, like, that kind of, like, highly intelligent psychopath kind of thing, that, like, doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really doesn't. I mean... Um, Not like I, that, anyway. Probably the Buffalo Bill would probably be a little bit better. I mean, he's not that different than, like, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, he's no, just, he, like... Who? What, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. I was gonna go more with uh, fucking not uh, Ted. Who's the other Ted? Kaczynski. No. <laughs> there are only so many Ted's that killed a bunch of people. I'm, I'm gonna start describing it, and then it's like basically I'm just gonna 
say the serial killer's name and then be like, oh, wait, no, that's too, way too much detail for, for this show. <laughs> and everyone's just going to turn it off. Um, no, but th- there's like other serial killers who just have nothing behind the eyes. There's yeah, like oh, no yes, personality. Yes. Yeah. And um, pretty much like he's he's that guy because you can see he's never phased. Yeah. He's, he's like, he has a purpose. Yeah. He, he knows what he wants to do and he's just trying to do that. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think that... I think Anthony Hopkins is obviously very clearly, like, a, a complete fabrication. But I think that, like, the... Uh, I, I don't think Buffalo Bill is like that. Uh, Buffalo Bill is mostly... What, is he, what do you say he's more based on? Like, he just has... I mean, he, he's, he's like well, an amalgamation, right? He's a, Yeah, he's an amalgamation. He's Ted Bundy. He's Jeffrey Dahmer. He's, you know, all kinds of people. But, like... I mostly... But the, I guess it's a little bit of Ed Gein. Yeah, a little bit of Ed Gein, but not that. I mean, yes, with the suit. Wait, with the was bodies. he Jeffrey Dahmer? I don't think he was Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, is that before this? No, but I mean, I don't think he was based on. Actually, yeah, it was before this, but I don't think he was based on Jeffrey Dahmer. I would say it's Ted Bundy and mostly Ed Gein. Okay, I mean, I, the only reason I say Jeffrey Dahmer is he also kept like uh, pieces of human beings in his in his apartment. Oh, that's Ed Gein. Well, Ed Gein did that, yes, but so did Jeffrey Dahmer. I know, but Ed Gein more famously did. I mean, Ed Gein is basically like the... He's the but he's, Ed Gein only killed one person. Two. Okay, two people. Two, okay? Maybe three. And Ed Gein was actually mentally ill. Yeah. Like, in but a, in a, in a way Gein, that, that the other ones were not. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stop this right now, because Ed Gein fucking would wear a, a, a person's suit as a, and dress up as a woman and okay, dance fine. in the fucking Okay, moonlight, fine. Okay, fine. All right? <laughs> Technically, we don't know that he did that. No, no. That's what exactly what he said he did. He said that. <laughs> He said that's what he would do. He would. He had a suit that was that. He had a a, a fucking dress made of women's of women's skin, <laughs> and he would put it on and then dance in the moonlight. He literally. That's what you he said he did. Little, and they, you leave little Eddie Gein alone. <laughs> <laughs> he mostly grave did grave, he was a grave robbing. Robber. Yeah, just that those two people that he killed, and he didn't yeah. even he didn't even do a good job. He told everyone no, he killed fucking, them. Oh, he was terrible. My favorite he thing crazy. was that he was a straight my, up crazy. My favorite thing is that he was tight-lipped, didn't say anything, and then when they were like, what if we gave you an apple pie with some <laughs> cheddar cheese on it, immediately he started talking. <laughs> oh, poor. And he oh, is just like, what happens so, when you don't get treated for mental illness? <laughs> so Wisconsin. That is the most Wisconsin <laughs> story ever. It is Wisconsin. Okay, okay anyway, let's right, get back. back, let's back, get back. back. Okay, okay, so that, yeah, that seems amazing. Um, you know what I forgot about a lot of this? I, I completely forgot about all the Nazi stuff that Buffalo Bill had. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's got like I, don't a, know, I didn't really think about it, but yeah, he's got like a Nazi quilt and like a another like swastika well, thing. I, I think part of it was him saying that he was trying to find out who find out who he, where he belongs. Yes, and that yes. ultimately is his uh his his thing. Yeah, he's constantly trying to find out where he belongs. Yeah, and honestly, never again. Yeah. No. Well, that makes sense because he's an empty shell of a person. Yeah, he's an empty shell of a you person. You don't belong anywhere if you have nothing inside. Yeah, and he he I, he met someone who was trans, and then was like, "Well, maybe I'm trans," yeah. and that that's that now he that's that's his that's his personality. Yeah. And then it's like, "Oh, I guess not." And then he probably met someone who was kind of into World War Two, and he's like, "Maybe I'm into World War Two," and then started collecting Nazi stuff. <laughs> that like, that is uh, a- that's yes, that is that's like, exactly very plausible, extremely he plausible. Probably, he probably met the bug the bug guys and was like, "Maybe I'm into bugs," <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's my guess. That was when when they showed the death's head moth. I was like, "That's my tattoo." <laughs> yeah, and I do have that is te- I technically have a Silence of the Lambs tattoo. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, so then you get the famous again the you get the famous scene where 
fucking like she gives him the what's it called she's like hey here's the what's it called here's a fake plea deal yeah yeah and um and he's like okay and you can tell in his face she's lying yeah he knows she's lying yeah he's but like he he knows like I'm going to go with this. I think I think in his head he was like, I'm going to go with this because I want to see where this is going to go. Yeah. Well, he also wanted to see, he wanted to get more from her. Like his yeah. his whole game is to like get her to tell him things that she like shouldn't Yeah, be he doesn't him. give a shit about no, fucking no. Buffalo Bill or anything. He just no, wants no. to know more about Clarice. Right, exactly. Like that's his new like pet project. Yeah. So yeah. that's why he starts the quid pro quo thing. Because he, he, he's like, okay, you give me all this, but I know it's fake. But you have to tell me about yourself. Right. That's how I'll go along with the game. And then that's and how we get the great, the great title of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> about the oh she went to a lamb farm and tried to silence the lambs. Right? Well, she tried to save a lamb that was being slaughtered. The, the, I also thought like my so you know I know I know the scene very well. Obviously, I've seen it a whole bunch of times, and like it's it's so well acted. Like the, like the monologue she gives is insane. Like the, that's like yeah. I imagine that this is what actors use in like acting school to like try. Oh and, like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, she and like the the whole day, the whole time she's telling the story. This time I was like, man, that that rancher was so mad at her. He got rid of her. She was ten and trying to save a <laughs> lamb. What a cold yeah, motherfucker! I would be like, I would be like, hey, you know, I get, I get, you're not used to this. Yeah. But this is what we do, and then you kind of try to have to teach them. Yeah, Jesus Christ! What a what a horrible thing to do to a well, kid maybe, that just lost that has no family. I'm gonna send her to an orphanage. Way. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's just weird, but anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um. But man, uh, I think the scene where this picks up is basically when well, number one, you get the scene where uh, I'm sorry, there was the scene where the movie not just goes into because right now the movie's like in in fucking like oh everything's going everything's yeah. moving now but the yeah. scene where you suddenly it goes into hyperdrive is in my opinion when you see uh the what is it the who's who's the politician who calls and is like oh, oh the, the lady, senator the senator yeah yeah the senator heard about your little plea deal and uh she's actually gonna make it happen because chilton because chilton tells on them right yes because yeah. chilton tells on them and he's like the senator who and then he so he called the senator and was like hey guess what they're doing here mm-hmm. and then the senator was like what oh well guess what my daughter's um is kidnapped i'll fucking make that happen yeah so she makes it really happen <laughs> that fucking bullshit thing that so they made good. yeah yeah so good <laughs> Um, but um yeah and then, that, and, that and then you scene, get that you get that great scene, yeah you get the great scene with the senator where he like asks about her nipples oh uh, i was gonna say that that the next scene this next scene right after that is the um what's it called the it puts the lotion on the basket oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was i mean to to say like there's a few scenes in this that are that are fucking memorable to this day that's one of them oh the, for sure it puts the lotion on this on the basket it puts the puts lotion, lotion in on the its, basket. no it puts the lotion on its skin or its else skin. it gets the hose again and yes. then it puts the lotion in the basket it, it puts the lotion on its skin it does so every time it's it's every time she's told <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man it's fucking great it is. It really is so good. And then she sees like the scratch marks on the wall and yeah. like, freaks out. Yeah. And he just and, starts screaming too. He's yeah. So creepy. And, and then you get the scene where the fucking senator, where it's, uh, what's his name? Hannibal with the senator. Yeah. Holy fuck. Is that a great scene? Mm-hmm. Where they just come out. They do their little like, oh, okay, cool. And then Buffalo, <laughs> not Buffalo, I'm sorry. Anthony Hopkins immediately is like, I'm going to make the most of this. This is going to be fun. <laughs> And I love the fact that earlier in the in the scene, earlier in the scene, you see Anthony Hopkins just staring at a pen. 
Mm-hmm. And then in the next scene, you see uh, Chintin looking for the pen. And in your head, you're like, I don't know how he got the pen. But he, he got the pen. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. In fact, I don't even want to be told how he got I get, the pen. I get the impression that Hannibal Lecter is a very skilled magician. Like, <laughs> like I think his sleight of hand is probably very good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think like, hey, why not? That's a good skill to have. Like, why not? Why not learn that? I can see Hannibal being like, yeah, I also know how to pick locks. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't, I just, I assume it's just magic. Yeah. Magic just basically just he just magically made the the pen float in the air and then go into his mouth yeah that's my assumption i think the the hannibal um being moved to the other facility and then his escape i think is so fucking good like i don't i don't think that i his his escape that i was just gonna say that's the, the these are the scenes that i think like make the movie from a, an amazing movie to one of the greatest movies yeah. ever made. Well, and that is the the scene with the senator where he's like, oh yeah, toughens your nipples. And <laughs> she fucking is like, get this fucking monster away from me. And immediately he then gives her exactly what she wants to hear. Yeah. That, like, that scene is amazing. And then he ends it with just like, love the suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he is a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. He sure is. He sure is. He's so good at playing that, too. Just being like, yeah, I'm a real piece of shit, but I have something you need, so I can be as much of a piece yeah, of shit as, as I want. Exactly. He knows exactly how far he can push it, and then he pushes it that far, and mm-hmm. then he's like, okay, that's good. Yep. Um, uh, and then and then you get, oh, how much did you love your blood eagle, Birdo? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the escape. Yeah. First off, the way that they hype him up was as the entire fucking police force. They shut down everything just to bring this guy in. So you really like see like, oh my God, they are treating him like he is the fucking, like he is a, the monster that he is. Mm-hmm. And they know very well just how dangerous he is. Yep. And look what still happened. What yeah. A- and then he still fucking creates the blood eagle. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much time that would take. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, he is spending a lot of time. And then he's got to construct an entire pulley system to get that body up there. Because Anthony right? Hopkins isn't strong enough to get up there. No. Well, that was, you know what was really funny watching this? I was like, Anthony Hopkins is not, does not look like a strong dude. Like, he does not look like somebody who could overpower, like, a bunch of cops. You yeah. Know? Agreed. Um, but I, I think they still play him menacing enough where you're like, you know what, if you're a psychopath and you just like commit fully, it is, you cannot underestimate how difficult it is to stop somebody who's like fully committed to hurting you. I just honestly just think he's just has superpowers. He's just, <laughs> he has magic. He has he's magic, magic powers. He's a magic He's magic. Man. That's how he got, that's how he got the fucking pen. I think, <laughs> that's how he got the, <laughs> that's how he got the, the body up there. No, I think okay. it's scary. I think it's scary to know that realistically, somebody who wants to hurt you can is is gonna be very difficult to stop. I mean, I it, yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I still think it's magic. It's magic <laughs> but okay. His escape was so good. It, it was. It's it's a fucking amazing scene. The entire scene is tense, mm-hmm. tense. And then they call the entire fucking everyone. They call the cops, the <laughs> national guard, the SWAT, SWAT team. <laughs> they don't even know because they heard a gunshot and they're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Well, this we is fucked up. Not good. Yeah, we fucked up, guys. <laughs> a gunshot like, and then nobody radioed, right? Like, yeah, and then and, I mean, they know they know it's bad, and they're yeah. like, "All right, we gotta shut every he." The second he hears a gunshot, or the second that they're like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, we got to shut down a 10 block radius. <laughs> and it's like, wow, he is not taking him lightly at all. And no. I think that's part of it is the fact that like, no, like the, those cops do not fuck up in any way. No. They did everything the way they're supposed to. And they st- he still got out. 
Yeah, it's just his, uh, he just got that handcuff off. That's all. He's just magic. He yeah. is magic. That is what it is. Um, anyway, okay. that scene is great. And yeah, we're, and we're like getting very close to the end now. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, oh, yeah. Before that, you that's when you get the monologue of the lamb story. And yeah. fuck it. Again, the, I, I really, I, I love that scene. And like, I think, not that it ends it, but that's basically the Hannibal escaping is like those, that 30 minute segment from when the senator is like, oh, we have to make the plea deal real to mm-hmm. when Hannibal escapes is like, that That could be like some of the best move. Some of the best scenes in movie history. I think I I think that the I think that yes, but I also think that that the next scene where um or the last scene where uh, Clarice is in the when in in um in the house. Um, I think it's very good. Also, the fake out is fucking great. Oh, can I well, just say that? Yeah, yeah. And before this, you get the uh, probably what I think is the most famous scene in the movie, which is the goodbye horses scene. Oh God, it's so good. It is so good. I literally wrote in my notes like. Look, I know I love a dick in a movie, but I will also accept a talk to dick in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking great. I love that scene so much. It's so good. I I mean, everything about that scene is good. The the song is good. His acting is good. It's just, it's so fucking good. And that must have blown people's minds. Can you imagine that movie with that scene in it won five Oscars? (laughs) Just that, like, think about that scene. Think about that scene. That movie won five Oscars. (laughs) A man oh with my his God. dick tucked between his legs in front of a I, camera. I don't know if it won five Oscars, but it won the top five Oscars. Someone said this this scene, because this scene's in the movie, best screenplay. My, my vote. Here is my vote. Adapted best screenplay, screenplay, I assume. Best, yeah. Best adapted screenplay. Also, best director. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I applaud thee. <laughs> you have the balls to put, the, not this guy's balls in this movie. <laughs> Also, like, what it? I mean, think about what a choice that was for the for um, what's his name, Ted Levine. Like, as an actor, like that's brave at the time. I mean, to, did you see his abs? To do, yeah, he looked great. Listen, looked I know he was great. in like a partial lady suit with a wig, but like he looked great. He looked great. Okay. <laughs> um, Besides the fact that he's killed multiple women just to make that suit, listen, he looked fucking great. You, you get a break. You want to make an omelet? <laughs> you got to break some eggs. Um, but no, I think that I think the scene where she has um, you're seeing her in night vision is some of the best, like most tense. Oh yeah, it's so good. I mean that is crazy. Also, I I like the fact that like she she gets she finds him simply because she's just doing good police work. Literally, she's like oh, let me go interview, let me do this because they're like because the one thing is she goes to the house and the mm-hmm. and the cop is like oh not the cop the father is like. I don't know, the cops have been here a million times. And immediately you get off the impression like men have been here a million times. Yes, 100%. A woman was going to walk in here and be like, oh, let me find, oh, I know exactly where the photos are going to be hidden. Yeah, it, you get and the impression then, that like the the men who search her room probably didn't even open a diary, like let alone yeah. this little jewelry box, you know. Like, and then she found the pictures in the jewelry box and was like, oh, someone took these pictures or these pictures are meant for someone else. Yeah. She was dating someone. And then that's when she's like, I got to find her friend. Yeah. And her friend was like, oh, I don't know. She was doing work for this woman's home. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I guess I'll go to that house. Because, because she's like, I got I to gotta find out whoever these folders are meant for. Mm-hmm. And this is all like the basic police work that should have happened immediately. Like none of this is like. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like it, it, it wouldn't take a G. It would not take Hannibal Lecter to figure this out. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Um, 
it's yeah it's just basic police work it's just she's basically like sometimes you got you guys you need a woman's you need a woman's touch on this yeah. okay because like if you told me to search your house i wouldn't be looking in that oh i would immediately look in all that i would all be like show sure, where where is her baseball card collection let me see that <laughs> i'm confused <laughs> 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 Doesn't I'm she confused. have a shoebox full of stuff? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> you get the impression that they like didn't even lift a mattress to check underneath it or anything. Okay, anyway. Yeah, but uh, but you're yeah, right. You're she, right. She she literally solves the whole case by, by doing going, by doing by, basic police work. By you, doing basic police work. You and could argue. Stopped. You could argue that Hannibal Lecter did not help. You could argue that they wouldn't have had to send. None of this would have happened. <laughs> If a woman went to the house and was like, let me look in her room, <laughs> they would have found them after the first murder. Right? Oh, no. She was the third body found. So she they was the third her, body found, yeah. So they would have found her. They would have found out who he is then because they would have been like, wait a minute. Who's that neighbor? Yeah. Wait a minute. Let's go to that woman's house. What? He killed the woman? Makes sense. Because <laughs> we don't have records that she moved away, as he claims, or that she died. I like that. I also I loved I loved the moment where Clarice realizes she's in trouble, like in that in it, that. It's when she starts seeing the the when she sees the moth. Yeah, yeah. That's when she immediately is like, oh fuck. Yep. Yeah. So and good. Uh, yeah, no, that night vision scene, that night vision scene is great. Yeah, it, I also think I think that she does a great job of like panicking, but trying to trying to keep it together at the same time. Yeah, you know, the entire like, scene, even yeah. when there is light. You can see that she is panicking, but trying to hold her shit together. Yeah, and because she's doing a she's pretty in, good job of it. She's in such a bad situation, she and like call backup. It is very, very likely that both her and the woman she's trying to like get out of this are gonna die. Like, so I, she's like had, doing everything she possibly can. Had she died, mm-hmm. the murders would have kept going. Oh, for sure, they would have. Na- like nobody that's, even knew she was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it would have been bad. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so she winds up. She saves the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's good. She did it. Mm-hmm. She did it, Dragon. Saves the day. She graduates. Now she's a full-fledged FBI member, which means she's just going to uh, create terrorist opportunities. She's going to create <laughs> terrorist situations and then find some, a- some idiot dumb enough to join it to say, like, hey, I got a guy, and then solve it. <laughs> that's now her role? <laughs> that's her role now. That's what they have, well, I mean, that's pretty much what the FBI does now, so. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if the FBI had a huge in, increase in female cadets after this, yeah. Not only, not only did they, but they, they specifically helped out in mm-hmm. the, in the filming of this, because In they the said, hopes that they could recruit yeah, more they, intelligent they women. Yeah, because they were like, oh, someone's making a movie about, about being an FBI agent? That's great. Let's, let's, we're going to help you. And then it's like, what? What, it's a woman oh fuck yes we're gonna help you because like yeah the i think they were having a lot of problems with just getting more Recruiting. women in there yeah and uh, apparently this movie helped a lot yeah that makes sense um i'm like mildly offended that i was never reached out to from an fbi recruiter like well was I mean, it good enough <laughs> here's the problem is that you would be like wait are we really making a plan to kidnap a governor <laughs> like, like guys i think we, there's 13 we of us pl- we might be planning this too much <laughs> we're planning this and then we just find three idiots you're right i get fired immediately <laughs> yeah then they'd be like well you obviously don't have what it takes to be an <laughs> fbi agent like I, guys i think this is a plot to assassinate someone they're like you're fired it's you're, like yes it is you, we're gonna catch someone doing this it's like we're doing this <laughs> 
this is textbook entrapment (laughs) just like raising your hand on the meeting being like um (laughs) um i have questions (laughs) in the in the handbook uh under entrapment it just lists this as an example (laughs) (laughs) oh hilarious yep okay anyway i did i did like watching watching this when i was a kid ish you know Mm-hmm. When I saw it when I was much younger, it tot- it totally made me want to be an FBI agent. And I mean, even sure. even watching it now, I was like, man, I want to be Clarice. Like it's just yeah, I, I just do. I want to solve crimes. I can do this. I can stop serial killers. I'm already half the. I'm already like Clarice, and then I'm half the size of everybody around me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a woman. And I'm a woman, and I do a male dominated thing. So you're like, resourceful. I I am resourceful. I don't like guns, so that's uh, an issue. I think the biggest thing is also well, number one, you don't like you don't like guns. Mm-hmm. That's a big that's a big issue. And number two is that you tend to hurt the people around you physically. <laughs> only only when they consent, <laughs> technically. I mean, that scene where she was like holding the pad and people were punching it. Do you yeah. understand how much you would hurt people doing that? Me? Yeah. Oh, stop. I have been that woman, you- though. I've been that small woman holding the pad and a bunch of people hitting it. And you're just like, oh, this is getting really difficult for me. I'm half the size <laughs> of some of these people and they're hitting it really hard. <laughs> This is starting to be bad. Um, but uh, anyway, yes, I, I I, still like, I mean, I don't have any, I do not want to be an FBI agent, and I, nor would I ever work in government, but uh, work in or for government or law enforcement, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me is like, if this were like a more, more like quote unquote pure thing, and they actually did the things that they're supposed to be doing, <laughs> like protecting people and stuff and solving crimes, then I, I would totally like. <laughs> I, I, so you mean not, not creating a crime exactly making a crime planning it <laughs> finding someone who's like kind of kind of wants to do it with you talking them into it <laughs> talking them into it and then and then uh being like oh look everyone i caught someone you're saying that you don't want to do that part yeah i particularly don't want to do that part but that well, seems like the hardest part of being an fbi agent is the, all the entrapment <laughs> the hardest part of being an fbi agent is going to sleep at night without <laughs> without the thoughts of all the people who are in jail because of you that you set up specifically <laughs> what a world uh, i love that we're doing a joke for like three people i know nobody gives it no, like everybody's gonna be like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah um anyway uh, i think i think All that's right. it Bruno. should we wrap it up um i mean you know see that hannibal lecter <laughs> turns out he was oh. like fuck fuck that fuck that uh what's his name Chil- chilton chilton Ch- fuck chilton and then he goes and kills him <laughs> well he insinuates that he's going to eat him which is uh, my well, favorite. there's a sequel to this, so I, I know, I know, but it, but we don't have to acknowledge the sequel because uh, what's her name isn't in it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a different Clarice, which I don't appreciate. All right, so before we go on, I yeah. just want to give you a fun fact. Okay, yes, I would Did love a fun fact. Did you know that um, Jodie Foster mm-hmm. was actually the second choice? Who was the first choice? The first choice was Miss Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm. No, Jodie Foster like, is such a good choice. Such a good uh, choice. Yeah, like Michelle Pfeiffer's a good. She's a good actress, but at the level of acting that had to take place in this, I, she she is fucking amazing. I movie. also like that Clarice. Like Jodie Foster looks like a normal woman. Like she's pretty. She's very very pretty. But like she still looks like a normal human being. I don't. I don't think Pfeiffer looks like a normal. Like yeah. she's beautiful. You know what Im- I mean. Immediately, it would be like a different movie because yeah. it would be more. It, it would change the movie a lot because it's no longer. It's no longer oh, realistic. It's, it's a woman walking around and everyone's looking at her. Mm-hmm. It's now like, well, here's a, a fucking gorgeous, beautiful woman. <laughs> like of course, everyone's gonna look at her. There's a model that just walked into the academy. Like yeah. <laughs> 
like, like yeah it's it's just a different a different aspect a different thought when yeah. that happens it would be it would the tone of the movie would be different like clarice would be different yeah because you you also need somebody you need somebody who's plausibly like from a fucking small town west virginia who grew up in an orphanage that like has been is very intelligent has been trying really hard but like her life is kind of shit on her a little bit you know you need an every woman is what you're saying you do you, you need, need a, and, you need a dragon and jodie Fo- jodie foster's an every woman and is an amazing actress and it's crazy to think that anybody else would be in this role and now you know now that we have it yeah you're right um what else do you have other fun um, facts no i i did i didn't i didn't read this book jaime read this book he said that uh, there's a lot more anagrams in it. A lot of anagrams, yeah. apparently. That's <laughs> yeah. number one. And then number two is that um, more or less it's kind of the same. Yeah. A few things are different. Um, like he's actually in a real cell. Mm-hmm. Not not a plexiglass. Glass thing. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I've been meaning to read it, but I have not. Uh, he enjoyed it. Uh, I read the the following book, the Hannibal, mm-hmm. which is uh, it was okay. It, that one's supposed to be not as good, right? No. Well, the movie's not as good either. Yeah. But Hannibal, the, the book is the same thing. It's not as good. Yeah. Although that one, there's a big difference between the, the movie ending and the, what's it called? The, 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 the book ending. Like mm-hmm. in the, the movie ending, he kind of, like the whole, everything happens and then he kind of lets Clarice go. Yeah. And then in the movie, he, he literally kidnaps her and just keeps her drugged up for the rest of her life. In the book, you as mean? A, as a crush puss. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, that is very interesting. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, yeah, it is interesting. Thank you. I'm glad okay. that I said it. Yeah. Thank you, Berto, for your interesting facts. Um, okay, welcome. what else? Um, no, that's about it. That's, yeah. I, I mean, I have a bunch of other interesting facts, but not that interesting. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, all right, uh, should we rate it? Yeah, let's do this. Dragon? Yes. Do you have any... What is, would you give this movie a smashly? Or would you give this movie a trashly? Oh my god, it's such a smashly. It's so fucking good. I mean, you're I, I I can't tell you enough how much you should watch this movie if you have not seen it. it which is crazy to me if you haven't seen it at this point. If you at all like films, you should watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how you get away with not watching it <laughs> to this point. Berto? Um, I give this movie a ten out of ten. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, what are you crazy? Like I said, like I, I yeah, you. Can, if anyone was like, oh yeah, I didn't like it, I'm like, I we don't even we we, we don't work we don't function in the same way. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like where's your brain? Exactly, exactly. Like how can I have a conversation with you? It's literally like talking to someone and then they're like, oh, the Earth is round. It's like we can't even have a conversation. <laughs> Like, we're not even on the same wavelengths right now. I would, I would love, I, I like, kind of want to hear somebody just, I'm sure there are people that don't like it. I just, I just couldn't understand why. I, I like, mean, I don't know what you could nitpick about the, about the movie, honestly. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm like, what, what would someone say is bad about it? Yeah. Is it all the, the zoom-ins? <laughs> but, like, the, even that, like, that, that's not that bad. Like, it's not, like, I didn't find any of that distracting at all. I didn't No, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Anyway, I, All right, th- anyway. I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it. I obviously right. see it. Also, watch Hannibal the show. It's great. <laughs> Highly recommend as well. Okay. Thank you, Dragon. No problem. Uh, also, you did love uh, Red Dragon. I did love Red Dragon. That is true. I, it's we, not we, just because your name is Dragon. <laughs> no, no, not, not at all. Uh, we watched that at some point during the pandemic. I can't remember when. I thought it was an okay movie. I didn't think it was great. I like, uh, I like what's also, his face? Ray Fiennes. Yeah, yeah, he's good in it. But, uh, yeah, Anthony Hopkins returns, and honestly, it's like, uh just can't, trying to recreate the magic, but it's not there. 
Yeah, you you really can't. That's true. Once in a lifetime roll. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Uh, all right, dragon. Yes. Why don't you? T- well, I guess I'll tell everyone. So next week, we're gonna have a special guest, dragon. Are you excited? I am excited. All right, our special guest is gonna be um, uh, Jaime. I think his name is. Yeah, something uh, like that. I don't know the last name. Pereira. 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 Pereas. I don't know. It's some 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 you know some some Spanish guy with. Pere. Okay, anyway, um, so, some Spanish yeah. guy, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be my brother, Jaime Perea, your best friend, Dragon. Uh-huh. Uh, and he is suggested that we watch a little movie called Paracio Travel. Mm-hmm. It is, came out in 2008. Uh-huh. It's a cool one hour, 56 movie, 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, on Tubi, which if you don't have Tubi, it's free, you know. Yeah. Go ahead, download it real quick. Yep. And uh, this movie is directed by... Simon Bra- Simon Brad mm-hmm. Brand Brand and I'm gonna pronounce all these names wrong. Yeah, it's know. starring Ana de la Regu. Oh, <laughs> I read these before and <laughs> to practice them, and now I can't. My brain just does not want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Reguera, uh, Ana de la Reguera, mm-hmm. Margarita Rosa de Francisco, and your boy yep. John Leguizamo. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for John Le- So um, the next is this going to be John Leguizamo month now, and we're going to just watch The Pest after this? Are you saying it's good? <laughs> oh my God, I would love to watch The Pest. Do you understand how much I would love to watch The Pest? Me and my brother Although, used, to, used to rent that movie all the time. <laughs> I feel like if we watch The Pest, number one, we would both love it. because Not because it's a good movie, but yeah. because it's like, oh, I remember watching this as a kid. Oh my God, yes. this is hilarious. And then we would laugh. I'm and sure it does everyone else, <laughs> Everyone else who's like, I've never heard even heard of this movie would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Least listened right. to episode ever. This movie has, that movie, The Pest, has an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, look, all I'm going to say is, baby me and my brother loved it. And we watched it, we rented it from the movie theater where you went in and you had to like pick the VHS off of the thing and you bring it to the lady and they give it to you. <laughs> like, okay. That's Here's how I thing. watched The Pest over and over again. This was on cable. That movie was on cable growing up. Mm. I loved it so much. Now, mm-hmm. Dragon... I know you love your Colombian boys, right? Yep. So, number one, this movie is about uh, people from Colombia trying to come to the U.S. Is John Leguizamo Colombian? He is. He was born in Bogota, Colombia. No kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah. He grew up in, uh, I believe, in New York, though. Yeah. But uh, he was born in Bogota. Nice. And then you, I know how much you love your thick Colombian boys. <laughs> sure. <laughs> my, my type, exactly. Yep. <laughs> my type and friends, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm excited to have Jaime on again, and I'm excited to watch this. All right. All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and send us off? Oh, okay, bye. Oh, okay, okay, bye.